I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports to the Max, Steve Thompson in uh, for Mike Max. Rare night off for Maxie. A lot going on, wild on the road at Chicago. Timberwolves are idle, they're back at it against the Nets on Sunday night. We'll get started at 630 uh, the NFL playoffs continue this weekend, divisional round, down to the Elite Eight. The Vikings continue to interview candidates for their jobs. A lot going on over at the U as well. Golden Gopher women's hoops tonight, Minnesota and Iowa at the barn. Uh, and, of course, uh, huge series this weekend, Golden Gopher women's hockey. AO's number one Wisconsin at Ritter Arena on Friday and Saturday night. Speaking of hockey, girls hockey this time. We're pleased to be joined by the head coach of Minnetonka Skippers, Tracy Casano. And, Coach, good to visit with you tonight. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, and your team's having a great year. I had a chance to see you at legendary Aldridge Arena and take down Hill Murray that night. I was doing the game on Prep Spotlight, and your team played really well and really been playing well all year. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, it's been a it's been a really fun season so far. The girls are just they're just a great group of girls. Um, they work so hard every single day, just you know pushing each other uh, to get better. And you know we just uh, it's been super fun so far. We're really enjoying it, and uh, you know just just glad that we get to have a a normal season. Knock on wood. <laughs> Well, and, and not only that, uh, playing conference games, but being able to play a tremendous non-conference schedule. I mentioned your game against Till Marie over at Aldrich. Uh, you were able to take on Andover, not once, but twice already this season. Andover unbeaten and ranked number one in the state. But, I mean, you, you've been able to play a lot of quality teams outside of the lake. Yeah, and that's been a lot of fun. I mean, that's what we want, right? We want to play the top teams night in and night out and make sure that the girls are challenged. And, you know, it's it's a process, and we talk about, you know, every single day, whether it's at practice or playing some of those, you know, tough opponents that we're just, you know, working on playing our best hockey every night, but just, you know, growing and, and learning from every experience. And it has been a ton of fun to, to face top teams um, night in and night out. Now, we mentioned Andover and uh, Edina. Uh, they've met for the last two state titles, Andover winning a couple of years ago, and then Edina coming back and winning last year. You, you've already played the Hornets twice. You, you get them again here in the regular season. That, that, that's a lot of Edina, and they've been terrific games so far. They have been super fun. You know, I mean, we, uh, we have a lot of respect for that program. And, um, you know, the games, I, I so have been told uh, by some spectators and college coaches that they've been some of the, 
the most thrilling and fun games that they've seen in girls high school hockey and, and you know the past few years and um, I would agree I mean the games that we've had with Edina they kind of had a little bit of everything that uh, fans would would want and um, it's been exciting and um, you know two co- really close games one goal game so it's uh, we're looking forward to seeing them again in a couple of weeks and you know who knows if things shake out right um, you know maybe we'll meet up with them again later on in February. Yeah, and the season goes so quickly. The the girls' season gets a little started a little bit earlier, and it ends a little bit earlier. I mean, we're coming up rapidly on the end of the regular season in the start of section playoffs. And I say this every year, but I I can't believe it how how quick it goes. It's crazy. It's a in the blink of an eye, um, you know. And I think that's you know a testament to how much fun it is. Um, you know, again, it's. It's just super fun to compete again against top teams, and that makes it go quick when every night is, is just a thriller and, and a fun night. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, the kids have worked hard, and uh, we've got about, I think it's six game, regular season games left until uh, the playoffs start and, you know, win or go home. So then it gets uh, real pretty quick. Yeah. Let's start with the goaltending. Uh, you can't have success without good goaltending, and you've got a good one. We do. Sophia Johnson is a senior, and I'm super proud of her and, you know, the way that she's really taken the reins of of this team. Um, you know, she was she was kind of waiting in the in the wings behind uh, Bryn Dulac, who was uh, the senior goaltender of the year in girls high school hockey and uh, is now at Cornell University. And, and Sophia worked really extremely hard. Um, you know, those years where she was Bryn's backup to continue to, to get better. And, um, you know, she's proven that she, you know, that hard work has paid off and she has been just a backbone for us in the Nets. Yeah, and in front of her, um, goaltenders can't do it alone. Uh, they, they need help on the blue line. And, and you, you certainly have that as well. Uh, and standing out for me is Josie Hemp. I saw it that night at Aldridge when I had a chance to see her team play. She she is just outstanding. She is. I mean, she is a phenomenal, phenomenal hockey player. Um, you know, she's really offensive. She's great with the puck. Um, you know, she controls the puck. Uh, she, the ability to, you know, rush and create offense. Um, she leads our team, uh, defenseman, with um, 22 points this season. And, um, yeah, she's a special hockey player. And, you know, we've got a lot of great defensemen. Um, you know, Olivia LaRoche is a, a senior captain and, you know, our, our leader, along with Grace Sidura, who's a junior forward, is a co-captain as well. But, you know, Olivia has been um, a true leader. You know, I think there's something special when it's your senior season and she's really taken on that role, um, you know, and, and been serious about that role. And she's our vocal leader. And, um, you know, she's also one of our, our leading point getters back there on the blue line. And I mean, that's kind of a theme. Ellie Kleppinger is another defenseman who, who stands out, um, night in and night out. And, you know, our, our philosophy is we have five hockey players on the ice. And so regardless of their, you know, positional names, forward or defense, um, they all contribute to, you know, to us scoring. And, you know, that's something I think that sets our team apart is, you know, they, they all are unselfish, and it's it's about the M. And so no matter who's putting the puck in the net, as long as it's a skipper, everyone's happy. Tracy Casano joining us, head girls hockey coach at Minnetonka. Skipper's having a great season this year, and they're they're right there with Andover and Edina uh, among the elite programs in 2A this year. Uh, we, we talked about the goaltending and, and the defense. And, and goal scoring in the depth, I, I was also very impressed on 
you know how, how you were able to get contributions from a lot of people up front it, it, you know hill murray had a hard time and a lot of your opponents have that because you know you you, you are able to to play a lot of kids yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, we believe in getting everyone involved. You know, our, all of our players know that they have an important role on our team and that they have value. And, you know, the kids really buy into that. And so they know that every, everybody is important. And we play three forward lines. We play, um, you know, anywhere from six to eight defensemen in a night. And, you know, all of our, all three of our goaltenders have had, you know, uh, at least a varsity game. We've got two freshman goalies that have each gotten a varsity start. Um, and so, yeah, really, that's, again, one of our philosophies is that every single player on our team is, is important and vital to our success. Um, as far as the goal scoring, I mean, we've ranged between five and a half to six goals per game this year. And so, again, it's everyone's contributing. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty neat and fun to just put together different combinations up front with our forward lines and, um, you know, just see who clicks. And it's a um, lot, lot, of, lot of talent, a lot of, lot, of, lot of firepower up there with our forwards that can put the puck in the net. Is it, is it a challenge as you get later in the, the year, though, to, to keep the, the focus on, you know, okay, we, we've got to finish strong in the regular season, and then it becomes the one-and-done scenario. Is it a challenge to get the kids prepared for that? You know, again, for us, it's just a focus on every single day. Um, you know, when the season starts, you set team goals, and our goal is to get to the state tournament and win a state championship. I mean, every kid in our locker room believes that we have the team to do that this year, and we're very confident in our abilities and work ethic. I think it's just getting those, you know, the players to focus on one day at a time. You know, we know where we want to be at the end of the day, but it's, you know, again, about the process and learning and growing and competing hard against each other and battling uh, in practice. And, you know, we utilize our practices. The games are fun, and that's a time for us to showcase the work that we've put in each and every day. And so I think that's really been our focus all season is, you know, we know what we want goal-wise, but it's just what are we going to do today to help uh, make our team better. Well, certainly good to visit with you. It was fun to see you at Aldrich Arena and uh, that that win that night. And hopefully I can see your team again coming up. Uh, Saturday night game at Elk River Zimmerman. The next week at Farmington. Then uh, Edina again. Uh, and, and you get them at, you get them at home on, on Thursday night near the end of the month. Still Blaine, Northright County, and then Wyzetta. And then it's on to the section playoffs. Uh, Tracy, good to visit with you. Yes, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot. Trace Casano, head coach at Minnetonka. Once again, uh, the Skipper's right there, ranked number two in the latest poll, right behind Andover, Edina in the mix. And once again, uh, they've split two games this year. Minnetonka beat Edina at the Walzer Invitational over the holidays, 3-2. to two. And then Edina came back with a 2-1 win at Braemar uh, last Saturday night. And then uh, in their last came out, Minnetonka beat Eden Prairie 7-0. Fun team to watch uh, for sure. It is 8-16. We're going to come back. The high school theme continues in a moment, year in and year out. Lakeville North boys basketball, uh, they they are a force to be reckoned with. And their head coach, John Oxton, joins us in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O.
Talked to little girls hockey earlier in the hour. Tracy Casano, Minnetonka. Right now we're going to talk boys hoops. Number 4, 4A, Lakeville North. in a big one taking on uh, number 2, Shock P. Tomorrow night, one of the marquee games in the state. One of the other ones, number 1, 4A Park Center at number 1, 3A, Totino Grace. Right now joining us, Lakeville North uh, coach, longtime coach John Oxton. John, good to visit with you. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, always good to visit with you and talk about your team. And year in and year out, Lakeville North is is a factor. You've got to be proud of that. That uh, that uh, you, you get kids excited about hoops at Lakeville North, and uh, they keep coming, and you coach them up. It's just extraordinary year in and year out that your teams are a factor. Yeah, we've uh, you know we've been very fortunate. Um, we're blessed with great players. Um, you know, our youth program is very strong, so we've got all sorts of kids playing in Lakeville and excited to be Panthers and stuff like that. So, so it's been very fun for sure. And uh, you know, it's driven by our players, and uh, you know, we're just super excited and and very fortunate to have some good ones again. You know, and, and John, if you sat down with with a young coach getting into it, isn't it about cultivating and getting the getting the youngsters, the elementary school kids excited about it? That that's how you build a program that they they want to they want to grow up and wear that uniform in high school. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would I would say that that's actually one of the the main you know contributors to our success has just been our youth program and. You know, we started a K-1 program, you know, over 25 years ago, and we've just got all sorts of, you know, young kids that, that come through the pike, and they all want to be Panthers, and they see what it's like and, and see our success, and that just kind of builds off, uh, you know, just keeps keeps rolling. And, and like I say, we're fortunate that we have some very talented players and, uh, you know, just excited to keep that going. Got to be a lot of fun to show up at practice, and then particularly on game night. And when you look at this team, what are the hallmarks of this team, John? Ten and two, there's still a long way to go. We're we're still have a, a long way to section playoff time. But what do you see in this team this year? Well, I think the biggest thing is you know just our skill level is uh, you know very high. Um, we're probably not the, the most physically strong team, but we are very long. Uh, we're very skilled, very good shooters. Um, you know, and I just really like the progress we're making. We're getting a little tougher defensively and, uh, you know, starting to figure out how to play with each other a little bit and starting to, you know, be a little more unselfish and, you know, doing some of the things that you've got to do to be successful. And, you know, when that starts with good players, um, you know, that's very helpful. And we definitely have good players. Yeah, and uh, you, you you got a couple of guys that that can uh, r- really get it done. Uh, talk about some of your top players and, and your starters and and the rotation and how that looks like. Well, at this point, we basically have uh, Will Drake is a senior uh, captain for us. He's starting at the point guard and really doing a nice job. Um, very very good shooter. Uh, we have JT Thornton, who is a six uh, four wing, uh, super athletic kid that. Uh, you know, it's just really coming into his own right now. And then we've obviously got Jack Robinson at the other wing, who is, uh, you know, a Division One recruit um, and just an outstanding scorer, great shooter. 
Um, and then we have a, a, a great energy guy, Braden Manning, um, six, three kid, real strong, uh, athletic kid, real tough kid, um, has done a great job for us, especially defensively. And then Nolan winter, um, again, another, uh, division one prospect, um, who's just a great shooter and, um, you know, just does a lot for us rebounding and defense as well. So, uh, you know, those are the kind of the guys that we start with. And then we've got Hudson Bath comes off the bench. Uh, Sam Nolan, um, who's my assistant coach's son, which is kind of fun. Uh, him coming off the bench. And then uh, Jace Hernandez, who's a uh, 6'8 junior, uh, coming off the bench too. So we have great length. Um, you know, and like I say, we've got, uh, you know, high level of skill, uh, especially in the shooting department team is off to a good start and uh, you'll find out how good with a tough one tomorrow night on the road at Chalk P and uh, the Sabres they've got a very good team and night in and night out when when you get into the meat of the conference schedule it's a battle every night isn't it John? Yeah it is for sure our conference is great Um, you know that's been one of the things that's really helped us over the years you know you play in a really good conference like we have um, and then you go into section play, and that just really prepares you for that. So, you know, our kids know that night in and night out in the South Suburban, you know, you've got to bring it. And if you don't, you're going to have some problems. So, um, you know, that's a good message for kids to get. And, uh, you know, it really helps us in the long run for sure. Well, and, and what fun atmospheres as well. When I uh, I spend a lot of time up in the northern suburbs covering games, but when I, I catch something online, I mean, the, the gyms are packed people are into it i mean it, it it's such a great atmosphere to have those fans back it is it is and it's you know i would say that it's slowly but surely coming back um yeah it's very exciting to have fans in the in the stands again last year was you know very very difficult obviously the year before we didn't even get to finish the season and then last year was you know just kind of a different experience and yeah it's very much uh, more enjoyable for the kids and uh you know exciting for them um, to be in those kind of atmospheres. You just kind of take it for granted that that's what it's going to be like. But, uh, you know, we didn't have that for quite a while, so it's great to have it back. Yeah, and when you look at the league, the rivalry obviously was south, but but you look at a team like, like Shakopee and, and the list goes on and on. I mean, it, it's just got to be fun, John, even, you know, after a number of years doing it to know you're, you're going into a big game like, like that one tomorrow night at Shakopee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, our kids are super excited about it. And, you know, that was one of the things that uh, this year when we played South for the first time um, at South and, you know, packed crowd and everyone is super excited and stuff like that. And actually one of our players said, God, it's so fun to do this. This is the first time I've ever played in front of this many people because (laughs) it had been, you know, we've got a fairly young team. And and for some of these guys, it's their basically their first experience some of them had some experience last year, but last year we had no crowd. So this time was, you know, really a big deal for them. So it's been really fun to uh, to see them get to enjoy having some fans. Well, John, once again, uh, year in and year out, Lakeville North uh, is is a factor, and you're, you're certainly a big part of that. And uh, the, the kids are off to a great start. Should be a fun year. Yeah, we're super excited about it, and. Uh, Thanks for the kind words, and uh, hopefully uh, the Panthers should keep her rolling. All right. Well, take care, John. Good to visit with you. 
You bet. Take care. Thank you. All right. There he is, John Oxton, uh, longtime coach at Lakeville North and, and one of the great coaches here in the state of Minnesota. So much success, so many good players, and uh, that, that program's been built. A lot of hard work, as, as John pointed out. and uh, Boy, that's going to be a good one tomorrow night. Lakeville North at Shakopee, one of the marquee matchups, number four at number two. And then the other big one tomorrow night up in the northern suburbs, number one before A Park Center. I've already seen the Pirates this year. Uh, James Ware has a good one there. And then uh, number one, 3A, Totino Grace. That's going to be a good one in Fridley. Quick break. We're going to come. Oh, and and I got to mention number one for a Hopkins girls. Uh, they they've got a big deal. Uh, ESPNU tomorrow four o'clock. Uh, they're going to take on and Hopkins number three in the country. Number one four a here in Minnesota. Take on number one ranked Sidwell friends from DC. That is at four o'clock tomorrow. And Marcus Fuller. Did a great story on that. Check it out in the Star Tribune or online at startribune.com. Uh, Paige Backers has moved on to UConn, but uh, Hopkins still rolling. And a, and a really good story on high school hoops. i got to mention that. Quick break. We're coming up at 8.30. We'll have the weather. Uh, still a lot more to come here on Sports to the Max. We'll talk more about the Twins Hall of Fame. Um, a little PGA Tour. going to check the leaderboard. The West Coast Swing underway. They were in Hawaii. Uh, now they're out in the Palm Springs area. Got to talk a little golf on this cold night. We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Producer Chris Tubbs. Steve Thompson in for Mike Max here on Sports to the Max on a Thursday night. Timberwolves idle till Sunday, Brooklyn in town, pregame 630. I, I love Tip how you gave me first billing on the marquee. I like that. Well, and rightfully so because I was going to say Chris Tubbs not only – keeping the show out of the ditch in real time but getting all the podcasts up there my my rant on hennepin county sheriff david or hutchinson mm-hmm. uh to open the show did or, or did you not podcast that oh uh, every word that you have said <laughs> up until uh the end of uh coach axton's interview oh uh, that's up it's it's on tape steve it's on tape. It, 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 it's there forever. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, the internet is in ink. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's in sharpie. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially it's, with you. Well, for some of it's it's in crayon, but for you, it's in sharpie. It's in sharpie. <laughs> uh, Golden Go for women's hockey coach Brad Frost. If you didn't catch that, um, also joining us on the program, Tracy Cassano. Head girls hockey coach at Minnetonka. The Skippers right there with Andover and Edina. They're among the favorites to win a double-A title at the end of February. And John Oxton, head boy is basketball coach at Lakeville North. And year in and year out, they're a contender in uh, big school boys basketball. And they have a huge one at Shakopee uh, tomorrow night. So that is all available thanks to Chris Tubbs and the hard work there. Twins Hall of Fame, we touched on it earlier in the show. Uh, three candidates, this will be a gigantic class going into the Twins Hall of Fame, and a complete story on it at the Twins website done by Doe Young Park, who covers the Twins for MLB.com. Ron Gardenhire, coach, manager, Dan Gladden, player, broadcaster, and then, of course, Cesar Tovar, who was uh, in the early days of the Twins, uh, the utility man, 
extraordinaire. So they will be uh, numbers 35, 36, and 37 in the club's Hall of Fame, and they will be honored on Hall of Fame weekend, August 20th and 21st. And I promise you, it will be a lot warmer that weekend at Target Field than it is right now. I know I'm going out on a limb, Chris Tubbs, but it will be a lot warmer. Are are you going out on a limb, though, to say that we're going to have Major League Baseball at that point, though? We will. I I am an optimist like Bob Nightingale. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, Bob Nightingale, a USA Today and an Odyssey Sports Insider, and joins us from time to time. I'll get him in on the weekends, and every now and then sitting in for Maxie or Henry, uh, I'll visit with Bob. And he is one of those optimists. There are certainly pessimists who say, oh, spring training is going to be delayed. There may not be a spring training. The regular season is going to be started. Bob Nightingale is still one of those who remains optimistic that the players and owners, after the last two years, players have lost a lot, owners have lost a lot of money, that they absolutely have to get together. Spring training needs to start on time. We need to get a season started on time. Yeah, you can't alienate the fan. I mean, out of all the sports that can go through the, I mean, Major League Baseball, I said, Steve, back in 94, they were able to recover thanks to Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire in 98. And, I mean, hindsight is what it is. But they had that to bring the fans back. I don't know that if Major League Baseball turns people away, I don't know that they've got that lightning in a bottle at this point to to bring back those casual fans that they were able to bring back. Yeah, and I I think the the game needs something and there are a lot of people out there with a lot of ideas, but the one thing sports fans hate and once again I'm going to go out on another limb. As I said, it's going to be a lot warmer in August on Hall of Fame weekend at Target Field than it is right now. I'm going to go out on another limb like that, Chris. And and that okay. is, I don't think the average fan, the average man, the average woman, boy, girl, whatever, want to hear is millionaires fighting with billionaires. No, 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 no. And especially in the climate that we're in. You know, you can you you can take that you, you can take that and stick it somewhere else because that's that is not going to play with no. the general they, public now. Yeah, they don't want to hear it, and nope. it, and I get the arguments on the player side that younger players are probably under club control too long, and they play games with service time, and that the minimum salary should go up. I get all of that as a fan. That, that they need to fix that because the older players aren't getting paid on the back end. Yeah, well, that, I mean, and, and they've – see, the thing is they've got all this time to figure it out. They're going to meet on Monday, I, I think, and that's the second meeting since December. What in the world have they been doing for like a month and a half? You're having your second meeting, and this has been going on since December 2nd. Well, they're on the beach, or they're playing golf. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you've got real problems that they have to figure out. But, yeah, the general public, all all they know is if they don't hit their spring training, they don't get their Major League Baseball, they don't care what the reason is. It's just it's a black eye for both, and and no matter how much the owners want to pit the fans against the players, or you know players against the owners, vice versa, the the fans are not going to be that invested to actually pick a side. Both of them are going to be at fault. Well, and Chris, I I don't know about you, but I'm old school. Mm-hmm. 
some of my favorite one of my favorite phrases in sports is pitchers and catchers. Yes. And everyone knows what that means who cares about the game and it is sacred particularly in this part of the world where it's kind of like it's cold. It's like the West Coast swing on the PGA Tour. I love it. They're playing golf in Hawaii and now that now they're out in the Palm Springs area playing it. Hopefully we'll get a leaderboard update in. But my point being is that sort of stuff is meaningful. Now, we're not going to have a Twins Winter Caravan. Major bummer. Yes. And and you and I have both worked in towns in the upper Midwest that the Winter Caravan is another sign of spring. Mm. Not going to have that this year, and it's a shame. The, the Twins Fest, another big deal that I think people really, really look forward can, to. Can I say and it's meaningful. Can I just say one thing about the Twins Caravan that when I was growing up in southwestern Minnesota, my family did not, and I, I, I'm sure this applies to a lot of people in outstate, and, and I can absolutely relate to this. My family didn't have the money to be able to, to get us tickets to go up to the Metrodome and, and see the Twins and the Rangers or the Twins and the Mariners or whoever. We just didn't do that. The one time that we actually felt like we had a brush with the team was the winter caravan. Oh, for sure. And when that caravan would come to the Holiday Inn on a College Drive in Marshall, I was just so thrilled because... It's a big I, deal. I could, yes, I could get autographs and I could get pictures and I could talk to these ball players because that was the only time because we wouldn't be able to get up to the cities. And that's why I feel like, you know, we've already missed that and I feel like... You know, fans are already, you know, they're already disappointed in that. And you need something. You need pitchers and catchers reporting because this, to me, I just think there's going to be a quick downward spiral for Major League Baseball in terms of the goodwill and the perception if they don't get this thing figured out. Because, yeah, spring training, people here, they take their vacation spring training. I mean, that's that's part of, you know, some people, they blow their, their vacation time in February and March to go to spring training. Well, and they're money makers now for yes, the clubs. Yes, yes. Uh, it's an important part of the calendar. It, it's just imperative that they get something done because the fans, once again, don't want to hear millionaires fighting with billionaires over money. Get it done. Let's get back into that countdown to pitchers and catchers mm-hmm. reporting to Arizona or Florida and let's get on with the season. And then work together to fix some of the things that ail the game. That's my wish. That's what they need to do, uh, hopefully, sooner than later. But but back to Ron Gardenhire, Dan Gladden, and Cesar Tovar. That's just a great class. You know, Danny, wildly popular, part of the 87 and 91 World Championship teams, has, has been in the Twins broadcast booth ever since. Uh, working with with Herb Carneal and John Gordon, and now with Corey Provis, and, and just does a terrific job, and is just synonymous with Twins Radio now. And of course, Ron Gardenhire, popular as a coach, uh, popular as a manager, and that that's going to be a fun weekend. And then, of course, Caesar Tovar, the folks old enough to remember, and and I, I know Star Tribune columnist Patrick Royce has been lobbying for Cesar Tovar for a long, long time, and rightfully so, and he'll, he'll get the call. And by the way, uh, Ron, Ron Gardenhire talked a little bit earlier in the day uh, about that honor. 
uh, getting into the Twins Hall of Fame, and, and he talked about what he loved about managing. Just hanging out in the clubhouse with players and listening to their stories because, as you know, there's a lot of great stories out there and a lot of fun. And guys, you know, when it came, the bell came, they played. You know, and I was really proud of that fact that they really played the game, and I think our fans really loved that. It was just unfortunate we couldn't ever take that last step. And uh, Gardy was on with Chad Hartman earlier. Chad, Monday through Friday between noon and 3, and Corey said check the website or the Odyssey app for highlights from the show. Gardy also went on to tell Chad uh, about the honor of being inducted into the Twins Hall of Fame. To find out, you know, Mr. Tovar is coming in, and Dan Gladden, of course, really entertains me because, uh, you know, I was the opportunity to stand at third base with him during that 91 World Series at the end. So we have a pretty good relationship, and uh, uh, I've always enjoyed him. So it's really cool going in with two really special people. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, kind of surreal right now. All right, you can hear Gardy with Chad. Get the Odyssey app. It's free. Download it on your phone. Use the Rewind feature, and you can hear uh, the whole thing. Uh, quick break. We will come back. Uh, PGA Tour leaderboard update from California coming up here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Sports to the max here on a Thursday night. Steve Thompson in for Mike Max. Henry Lake, late night coming up after 9 in a moment. Uh, we'll tell you what's cooking on Henry's show tonight here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Uh, they're in uh, the Palm Springs area, La Quinta, California, to be exact. It's called the American Express. and La Quinta, a, those are bananas, right? Chiquita. Oh, Chiquita. Okay, my bad. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah. Never, okay, forget I said that. Go ahead and continue. Yeah. My bad. Um, Lee Hodges. Patrick Cantlay, your leader, at 10 under par. They shot 62 today. K.H. Lee, uh, Cameron Young, two back. Not a lot of huge names playing in this first event on the mainland. Brent Snedeker in a group at, at 7 under par. Tom Hoagie also in a group at 7 under par. Um, John Rahm, that's a pretty big name, at 6 under par. Uh, Troy Merritt struggled today. Uh, I checked the leaderboard. Um, on a break at my full-time job, I, I wasn't I wasn't checking the golf leaderboard technically on company time. <laughs> I would never do that. I, I would never sneak a peek at a PGA Tour leaderboard on company time. Uh, Troy Merritt, <laughs> you don't believe that, do you? <laughs> Stevie, come on! You don't it's believe me, that. Steve. Yeah, all right, Steve. Yeah, so. Come on, it's me. Don't, come on. don't, don't tell the boss that I took a look at the leaderboard. Troy Merritt, who who played at Spring Lake Park, went down to Winona State out on the PGA Tour. He is at one over in a tie for 119th. Not a good start for Troy Merritt, but uh, the PGA Tour on the West Coast swing. But the one thing I did want to talk about this is. And, and I love the majors. goes without saying now. you got the Masters in April. Uh, the PGA Tour is now in May. The U.S. Open in June. Uh, the British Open in July or the Open Championship, what have you. But this overall is my favorite stretch on the tour. They go from Hawaii out to the Palm Springs area. And at the end of the month, it's Torrey Pines. 
early February Pebble Beach. Then typically Super Bowl weekend, they're in Scottsdale. And then they close out the swing at Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades. And a quick story about that. I've always said that if I ever won one of the big lottery jackpots, that, you know, in addition to helping friends and family, like like helping Chris Tubbs pay off the house and maybe buy a new vehicle and that sort of stuff, I'd take care of all those obligations in this neck of the woods. And then I would probably find a little spot with an ocean view in that area between Santa Monica and Malibu. It's Santa Monica, Pacific Palisades, and Malibu. And Riviera Country Club is in the hills of Pacific Palisades. And if I had enough money and was... Maybe they'd let me into Riviera as a member. That That's kind of my lottery jackpot fantasy. Get a house out there and become a member at Riviera. So, that's what I got for you. Um, but once again, as I pointed out, at the top of that list would be help Chris Tubbs and then leave town. You like that idea, I like Chris that, Tubbs? yeah. Uh, again, you know, top, top uh, of the marquee, uh, baby. You know, come you on. You know, help, help, help friends and family. You know, spread some of that wealth. Yeah, what, what, what was it one time that we were working together, and I was like, oh, come on, help me out. And you're like, no. You're like, no. <laughs> no I, I mean, you never... were just being a jerk to me that night. I mean, I went yeah, home, I would... and I, cr- I cried. I would never do that. I'm a sensitive little flower, man. Come on. I would never do that. Now, we should point out, you can talk Vikings 24 hours a day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. 52 weeks a year in this town. There just isn't a lot going on. There, there's names of people they're interviewing. But I, I don't think a decision is imminent no. uh, for a general manager or a head coach. Now, that could change. You still got to do your due diligence. I, I think the more the merrier. Uh, get the right people in there and see if you can turn it around. The, the one thing I do wonder, and I'm thinking out loud, is Kirk Cousins involved in this interview process? Oh, God, I hope not. Um Henry Lake, what's the highlight coming up real quick, Chris? Uh, he's going to be talking with uh, David FEMA, of course, from uh, FEMA's. There's a, a, a new uh, offshoot of that uh, opening up, I believe, downtown. And also Jace Frederick from the Pioneer Press to talk about those uh, whining wolves. They split on the road, though. They get the nets Sunday night. That's all coming up. Late night follows the news right here at News Talk, 830 WCCO. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.